This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. The Minister of Justice and Correctional Services says that the Constitution must be protected and defended by all South Africans. The minister yesterday received a memorandum of demands from the Defend Our Democracy campaign or a delegation from that campaign calling on the protection of the Constitution. The minister says that the Constitution must be viewed as sacrosanct and the rule of, as lo- along with the rule of law. He also says that South Africans should allow the judiciary and the National Prosecuting Authority to do its job without fear or favor. So let's speak now to the Minister of Justice and Correctional Services, Ronald Lamola. Mr. Lamola, good morning and thank you for your time. Uh, good morning, uh, Titi, and to the listeners of uh, Power FM. It's ironic that actually this uh, memorandum that you received um, from the Tevenda Democracy grouping here with the campaign comes not so long after you had actually spoken um, around this issue of respect for the judiciary and actually calling out those that were casting aspersions on the integrity of judges. Yeah, obviously, I think... um as citizens, they are concerned about uh, the issues that they have raised with regards to the constitution and also the respect of the rule of law. And uh, as you have seen, these um, veterans who have uh, struggled uh, in the country for this uh, freedom to be achieved, they have also been uh, proponents of um, some of the provisions that we have today in the constitution, but they've also participated in the process of our transition into democracy in terms of crafting the constitution itself. So they've got a deeper understanding, and uh, some of them participated in the various election processes like Umebregalia Bam. Mm. So they've got a deeper understanding of the role of the constitution in society and the fact that it is the supreme law and the fact that it is the supreme law, we have to respect it. It's a very important uh, uh, issue for our democracy because we have decided to for a, for a constitutional democracy other than parliamentary sovereignty. In this uh, constitutional democracy, the, the constitution becomes the supreme law, which all of us must respect, and the constitutional court becomes the highest court in the land, mm-hmm. with the courts becoming the arbiters of the various disputes. So it means society, this is the last defender in terms of society standing uh, at the mm-hmm. courts. So they have to be respected. So when they said they are going to t- present the memorandum um, and share some of the issues as the department, we saw it as an opportunity to engage with civil society itself mm-hmm. with regards to their views on the constitution. How do you view, uh, how should we be viewing some of these uh, um, attacks or perceived attacks on the Constitution? And uh, some of, uh, you know, a growing trend of, you know, as I said, questioning the integrity of our courts and our judges and so on. I mean, it's easy to dismiss it such as noise, but the fact is that this kind of uh, narrative can take root. And I wonder from a government point of view, how do you demonstrate how seriously you do take it and uh, where uh, perce- uh, seeming attacks against the constitution? Yes, indeed, the TT such can take uh, root because words can play a very important role in any mm. democracy to shape it or to degenerate it to a different level. And we have seen it in other democracies or countries where words 
became um, uh, planted the very dangerous seeds of lawlessness, of not respecting the courts, but also of um, uh, situations where uh, for, 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 the, for the rule of law to be practiced or to be respected, you have to negotiate with the criminals uh, for them to, to arrest or for the law enforcers to, to implement court orders. So we must not find ourselves in that situation as a country. Right. Hence, it's important for government to, to, to stand up, protect, uh, promote, and entrench the, the constitutional values in society, but also to, to allow the, the institutions that are entrusted by the constitution to enforce the rule of law, like the National Prosecuting Authority, the, police, the South African Police Service, and also the judiciary to be able to have that independency and also to do so without any fear, favor, or prejudice to, 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 to anyone. Mm. That environment is important for any democracy to, to thrive. How, how significant then, um, in the context of a conversation that we are having, is the matter that comes before our courts uh, today, uh, before the Constitutional Court, where it is unprecedented and unheard of, where uh, a former head of state stands accused or basically of uh, uh, being in contempt and faces, faces a you know possible jail term, depending on which way the court rules, because it seems to be that this will be a real test of uh, that whole principle of equality before the law and that no one is above the law. Yes, it is significant, TT, uh, because uh, all citizens uh, are looking at how the courts will deal with the matter, but they are also looking at how um, that will be enforced and um, how this matter will, will unfold. It's a very important uh, issue mm. for our democracy. But it's also important to send a very clear and unambiguous message that everyone is equal before the law, as it is enshrined in the Constitution, uh, that we shall all be equal uh, before the law. So citizens are expecting that um, ourselves should also be, as the constitutional beings, be respecting the Constitution, but also we should also respect the outcomes of the courts, of any legal institutions that are charged with the with the promotion or the implementation of the right. constitution. Mm-hmm. And uh, let me ask you to put on your hat now as a politician. I mean, uh, in looking at this matter with a former president, is this now a display, a, a, an indication that uh, political uh, all efforts at a political solution to this impasse have failed? Yeah, obviously, Titi, I will not want to venture into that uh, terrain because I think um, you real, it is difficult to find a political uh, solution mm. uh, in a legal matter. I think we'll have to allow the rule of law, we'll have to allow the law to take its course so that the solution is within the constitution. It is also guided by the, by the laws of the country. And um, mm. I think in that way, we will have allowed them, mm-hmm. the, we will have given a, 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 and allowed space to the institutions that are right. entrusted to, to enforce the law, which are the NPA, the Commission of Inquiry, mm-hmm. but also will have allowed the courts to take decisions um, in, their, in their own right, mm-hmm. in, uh, informed by the law and the facts. And in that way, we, 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 we give uh, the matter a life of its own.
All right, let me just, uh, while I'm at in the, asking you the awkward questions, let me ask you another, maybe perhaps one, the ambush you with another one. Is, uh, we are hearing all that's been coming out of the State Capture Commission of Inquiry and the number of allegations that have implicated the, the members of the Gupta family. I wonder at this point whether you can give us an update of how any efforts at an ex- at extradition are pers- uh, you know, uh, uh, progressing um, and whether they, we are making any headway there. Yeah, no, Titi, we have uh, always terrified that aspect that we are at the stage of what we call mutual legal assistance, where we have requested certain information from the UAE. And um, uh, the information that we did receive as uh, the request from the National Prosecuting Authority was not uh, enough. And uh, we have communicated that uh, to the UAE authorities that the NPA is not satisfied with the information that they have requested. But um, the the response and um, information we continuously get is not satisfactory. So that's where we are. And we are looking now at a different um, uh, avenue, which is the United Nations Convention uh, Against Crime and Corruption, mm. to look at um, uh, following that kind of a route. But um, it will be announced as soon as the, 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 the process has been concluded and uh, we are ready with uh, going forward, particularly when the NPA has decided on the matter. Minister, as always, thank you very much for your time. I appreciate it. Thank you very much, Titi, and to the listeners. That is Sir Ronald Lamola, Minister of Justice and Correctional uh, Services. So, David M. Sedeka, I hope that uh, has answered your question relating to efforts to extradite the Gupta, um, members of the Gupta family. In fact, uh, what, whether, what is the story with the chem- criminal charges against him? Because remember, those were, I think the last time there was a matter that was uh, brought to the courts, uh, the charges were provisionally withdrawn against one of them. And I think even the assets that were seized against uh, certain linked uh, people linked to the Gupta family can't quite remember who or what when now it all gets very confusing but anyway the charges were provisionally um, withdrawn at a point so I'm not sure exactly where we are with that one I don't know I personally am not holding my breath uh, on ever seeing the the Guptas come to justice but listen uh, the long arm uh, the arm of the law is a very very long one it may take time and the wheels of justice may grind along slowly but history has taught us uh, that uh, listen eventually the long arm of the law does catch up with you you've been listening to a power 98.7 podcast for more podcasts visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts